Yeah, you already know what it is. Your boy Bands mm-hmm. alongside Christina. We are the Spark Up Podcast, yeah. episode 114. What's going on? Thank you. 24 hours later. I'm not big on Mother's Day. Just mom, here's, here's some money. If I can send you money. Um, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, that's nice. You know. Well, your mom is in DR, right? Yeah, so I don't really get to spend the time. I mean, I FaceTimed her, talked to her, but she's like, we don't even celebrate Mother's Day right now. What are you talking about? It's next week. Is next week, so mm-hmm. she was like, Or is yeah. that the end of the month? I don't know. The Dominican moms be trying to scam the, you anyway. The last, the last Sunday of May, I believe. Okay. Well, shout out to the Dominican moms out there and to all the moms out there. They say every day is Mother's Day, yada, yada, yada. It's a lie. Um, I also want to say it's still. <laughs> I feel I feel like you got a bone to pick with Mother's Day. Tell us the real. No, I, I feel like there's uh, like a like something irking. I just somewhere. hate that I can't do more for Mother's Day. Like I wish I could do more for myself. I wish I could do more for my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, That's real. Yeah, I wish that like my mom would have a perfect Mother's Day, like a flawless. She has mm. never had one, so for me, it's like ugh, I cringe. Like, oh, I can't get you a Benz, but I could get you a gift card to Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it gets um, it gets interesting. Mother's Day is weird for me. All right. Welcome to episode 114. If you are not subscribed, go do that now for all our Apple podcast listeners. Leave a review, you know. Say something nice. Leave five stars for us and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like and comment on our videos. Share it on your Facebook, Twitter, all that. And right now we have three sponsors so far on our Anchor subscription. You too can be a supporter today. Yes, you can. Just go over to... For just a dollar a week, if that, right? I think it's like a dollar twenty-five a week. Five dollars a month. And you can help us take this podcast to the very next level. What do you think, Ben? Do you think they should sign up? You think it's worth the content? I think so. Five dollars. Do you? you you're below. worth just five dollars. I mean, the viewers can only answer <laughs> that. Let's. I can tell them my hey, my worth. Listen, but. it's fine. So let's just jump right into some culture shock. What's up? It's Christina Sev. You already know what it is, your boy Beans. We are the Spark Up Podcast. We are two individuals who came together to try and make sense of the mess in the world through conversation. We're also cousins. I'm the older cousin. And I'm the wiser cousin. I wouldn't say all that, no. (laughs) Well, all jokes aside, we created this podcast to open dialogue on layered topics of life that we think isn't being talked about enough. We have conversation through the lens of millennials who are on their own creative journeys. Yes, and we sit down with other creatives and entrepreneurs who have stories and journeys filled with gems. Yep, this podcast will spark up some real talk. Yes, sir. The Spark Up Podcast starts now. Okay, this is the Culture Shock segment, the segment where we talk about all things... Life, culture, society, all of that. So today is going to sound like I hate white people, but we have to do it. Ooh, we're Tell black. us what's going on. 
So first I want to start with, I don't even have the energy to do this today. So first we have Colorado GOP who um, in the middle of court decided to say something to one of his black counterparts. But I'm going to play, I'm going to play this. Okay. In many ROE rules, you're not allowed to fire until fired upon. Because that is when your safety, that is when your life is threatened. Sorry. I'm getting there. Don't worry, Buckwheat. I'm getting there. Now, what I'd like to say, what I'd like to say, that's an endearing term, by the way. Representative Holt. Because that is when your safety, that is when your life is threatened. I'm getting there. Don't worry, Buckwheat. I'm getting there. He said, I'm getting there. Don't worry about that, Buckwheat. He said that to a black guy. And then he apologized and claimed that he didn't know it was a racist uh, term. Yeah. Mm. Now, if. Okay. Let me see. Let me try to let me try to think of someone you look like. Right. Maybe not Buckwheat. I don't think you look like Buckwheat. (laughs) If somebody said, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, whatever, don't go mal to you. Would you think it offensive? Kind of cuz or don't no Don Omar, sorry. That's how they would say. No, it. no, I'm You'd be offended, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so this guy claims that he didn't mean it that way that this is just a word that he uses. People use buckwheat all the time. You don't go around saying buckwheat to people? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. This guy's an idiot and he should be fired. And I'm so sick and tired of people being in politics and being able to get away with things like well, this. The way you fire him is next time it comes around to vote voting. Yeah. You get but in there and vote. That's, that's the only way. You're talking about a, a state with the majority being white. You think they're going to vote this guy out? You think they care? I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that are allies and they're white and they're fed up with all this stuff too. I hear you, but it's just, it's you not know. happening fast enough. That's what I will say. It, the change is not happening fast enough. The change will come, I mean, but we're not going to see it. 400 years. How how fast do you want it to come? Oh, it hasn't people. came for 400 years. You tell me. And, and I'm not like the biggest politics head. I'm learning now. You know, I recently just started getting into politics. But if there's one thing I know is that People with a shitty mindset, with any kind of racist mindset or any kind of lack of compassion and like professionalism should mm-hmm. not be allowed to be a politician. And you I shouldn't. understand that's, that. That's not really a, you know, there shouldn't because a polis, politician is supposed to serve everybody. Right. No matter I if was, you're against them or with them. A politician should be, should be a fair person in my eyes. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be left or right it should be somebody who could be unbiased and professional like that's just not professional like i don't go around my job calling people names like even if it was just like i don't know what do white people say bonehead like even if i call somebody a bonehead like i don't know these people personally like you don't know me don't talk to me like that exactly and it just looks racist but he claims that it wasn't, and he's being reprimanded. But what is a reprimand? It's a slap on the wrist. Exactly. Ain't gonna do nothing. If if people vote him out, that's the only way things will start changing. We need Unfortunately, to get serious that's how about the system has been voting. You know, set up so you got to use the system against the system. Yes. Let's move forward. 
So I saw this thing on the shade room. It was a guy saying that he has a girlfriend who has a daughter, but he didn't get her anything for Mother's Day. And he said that that's not his child. So he doesn't need to get her a Mother's Day gift. What do you think about that? Hold on. So the daughter is a child. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's say you have a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and she has three kids. Mm hmm. And, but you don't get her nothing for Mother's Day because those aren't your kids. You think that's right? I mean, I am kind of a shitty person because that's my girlfriend. She is a mother. So if I if I want something to do with her, I got to deal with her kids, like it or not. But are you going to get her something for Mother's Day? Sure, why not? I no, don't, I don't I see nothing wrong, testing wrong you. with it. Because <laughs> people were going ham saying but he doesn't need to he get He doesn't her. have to. But she's a mom, and it's Mother's Day. So what? Mother's Day <laughs> to some is just another day. Some people don't celebrate it. Yeah, but she's a whole mom, and you're with her. I feel like if you're I with me, I mean, it would be nice, too. It would be nice, but it's not forced upon, neither. So you would only get your mother? A- no, no. If I feel like it, I'd get her one. You but- sound cheap right now. No, I'm I'm not <laughs> trying to be cheap. I'm just saying like I could see get her again both sides. It like, doesn't matter who she to. is. If she means something to no, you no, and no, you no. feel something in your heart that says, you know what, I should give her a mother. I disagree to with that give it because you shouldn't have to. I didn't say you have to. I said okay. if you feel it in your heart. My bad. I take that back. You gotta pay attention. I'm right. I'm right. Bumping into the microphone. I'm right here. Let's move forward to more white madness. And we're gonna spend some time on this because I have so much to say. So if you are someone with sense, you know that the country has been going through a lot, to say the least, mm-hmm. in, especially in the last year. The pandemic, the president, the whole house really was a mess. Um, I mean, the streets were a mess. You seen January 5th, was it? What happened to the White House? I mean, no, that's the that is the that's the entree, but the appetizer was the pandemic. People getting sick, mm-hmm. people dying. It was like a big platter, like a poopoo platter, to be specific. And then here comes white people committing a crime, and I haven't heard anything about it. Have you? Okay, so the country's been going through some shit. I'll just wrap it up, not to confuse you, because I feel like are you okay? I am so co- I am so sorry. Are you talking about when they bum rushed the fucking capital? That's what literally what I said. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking you're talking uh, about something that happened currently. Just let me finish the story, I'm sorry. please. <laughs> and this is from CBS. So it mm-hmm. said an East Bay school district has apologized after an attempt to support students in the wake of the Derek Chauvin trial. Backfired when an assistant superintendent sent an email inviting white students to discuss the trial and the death of George Floyd. Dear, did you hear what I just said? A superintendent uh, vouched for white students because they must be so sad that a police officer went to jail for killing somebody. (laughs) Am I bugging? You're not bugging. That's not crazy to you? It's crazy, but are you surprised? I am not surprised. Um, Yes, I am surprised. But everything we've seen the past year in 2020 
I'm not surprised to see this. It's just so crazy to me. Like, um, those types of people are everywhere. A white you know, they're student in uniform, support group. They're at the hospitals. They're your kids' teachers. We just got to teach our people to know that these people are out there and they're they're willing to do whatever it takes to hurt people. Let me read what the email everybody. says. The email offered a, quote, restorative community circle to support white students who would like to discuss how the trial verdict and experiences related to the George Floyd murder are impacting you. <laughs> I'm speechless. Where's the bomb? You know what? Where's the bomb? Let's put the bomb on them. Because you know what? They're sticking up for their white people. And I'm actually surprised because white people don't usually stick together. They kill their aunts, cousins, moms. Fuck you, mom. You know, they do all kinds of crazy stuff. So I'm I'm surprised by the loyalty, I think. I didn't know they cared so much all of a sudden about mental health. But when you but have black students, how, how many students of color up? in school, that's the real question. They don't have support groups like this offered in the public school system at all. Okay, but I want to know. In fact, many, that would be too much for the budget. This is true, but I want to know how many people showed up to it. I don't know. I that don't think they were telling. able to hold it. I'll continue reading. Similar meeting emails were also sent for black students and indigenous students and other students of color, not solely for white students. Hmm. After the email was sent, three students, one Asian, one African-American and one white posted videos to TikTok questioning why white students needed support. So it took for a group of students to complain about it for an adult to be like, oh, yeah, maybe that is wrong. Nobody said anything after the email. They had to wait for the students to say something. This is a hot ass mess. It is. It really is, but I'm not surprised about this. I'm really not. Like how can you say that? This is madness. I'm really not surprised to be honest. The caucasity has hit a different level of all time high. I think this is like record breaking for white craziness. You don't think so? You don't think we've seen so much crazy shit in the last year and a half compared to, I mean, obviously it's always been like racism. It's just under the, it was under the surface. Now it's here. I don't like it. The ugly monster is outside. I don't like that at all. Actually. No, my spirit is actually rattled and it's our jobs to remove these people. Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, that's the only way you start how, how much influence they have on how the country is being run and how schools are being run and how kids are looking at it. Like the narrative, they have control over literally the narrative and it's sick. I agree with you. And people are still like, Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like (laughs) to be honest with you, I didn't Um, even know this happened. Yeah, that did. Unfortunately, it did but all right so that is all for the culture shock i have more stuff to talk about but it's hip-hop stuff so i'm gonna save that for mic check if you haven't already subscribed to our youtube channel subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can hear everything from a to z we talk about on mic check anything that has to do with hip-hop really just music you know we sneak some r&b and whatever in there but tomorrow it's gonna be extra juicy because we get to talk about J. Cole, Mariah Carey, Little Baby and Lil Durk, uh, 
DJ Khaled. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be a grand old time. On this episode, we had a very special guest with us. Vince, do you want to tell them about the special guest? Our our special guest is a fitness model. Mm-hmm. She great personality. Period. I think she's a star. Yes, money. I think she, you know, I think she could even get into acting. Mm-hmm. She might, you know, she has that charismatic, the bubbly, she, she very has, quirky. She has the light. She's a good kid. I like her. I like her a lot. If we're, if you are wondering who we're talking about, we're talking about Scarlett Santos. Scarlett. Shout out to Scarlett. You were a very fun interview. It went beyond uh, getting to know you. So thank you for coming on to the show. And I hope that you enjoy this interview with Scarlett Santos. All right. So here on the Sparkle podcast, we always have the greatest guests here not only do we have the beautiful model uh social media influencer you would say right no no cut it out she's being (laughs) humble um also a fitness what's the correct title because i'm gonna butcher this a bikini competitor bikini competitor competitor. yes and you just started right yes she just started and she already uh, had her first title last year. It wasn't the title that she was hoping for, but she's going back this year. And she's going to bring it home. And she's going to bring it home. So with Let's us, we it. have the beautiful Scarlett Santos. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm so excited Perfect. for these lines. Yeah. not even funny. <laughs> so first, um, you know, I want to talk about who you are. Let me disconnect this because it's annoying. I want to talk about who you are, where you're from, from Providence, right? Um, I grew up in Providence, but I moved to Cranston when I was 13. Would you say that Providence is one of the best cities in the world? That's like, I don't know, I don't want to say a stretch to say, (laughs) but it's home. So obviously I'm going to be biased and say yes in the sense of home Mm -hmm. um, and the unity and the culture, the Dominican culture on Broad Street. So yes. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How, like, because you're a model, would you say officially a model? Like, you've done some things. You've done clothing lines. She does it naturally. Come on. Right? It's just, so listen, like, listen, in listen. you. I mean, look at her. She doesn't even need uh, to pose. I, it's just, <laughs> boom, walk in the room and you're glowing. It's a fact. I am very humble, and I still have trouble um, with titles. So I like to model. Do I say I'm a model occasionally? However, I'm feeling that day if I'm confident with myself. Um, but yes, there's a lot of titles, I guess. But people have reached out to you. Like you work with, um, I'm going to butcher her brand name, Betty's. Uh, Florence. Oh, Florence. Florence, yes. Yeah, you've and modeled eyewear. And you're like kind of like the face because right. you've done multiple. Right. And it's been such a blessing to um, be booked for jewelry companies and i'm like what we're there and that's a beautiful experience um the reason why i'm so shy or hesitant to say oh yes i'm a model is because i want to um be signed to an agency and i don't want to fall under that Mm -hmm. instagram model category because they have a bad reputation of like i have a (coughs) fake face or feet or filter on um 
want to be as authentic to myself as I can be on my social media account. Like yeah. that. That's a dope. You have like very political and concise answers. Really though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no. so hey. how have how did you gain the confidence? Like I'm awkward in front of the camera. Bands will be like smile, and I'm like mm-hmm. mad awkward. The the viewers know. So how did you get that confidence? Where oh, does that God. come from? I think it's in my DNA. My mom passed it to me. Um, my mom used to model in Dominican oh, Republic. Wow. Yes, and she's a fashionista. I am nothing compared to this mm. woman. A diva to the fullest. Um, when I was a child, she photographed me a lot. And she would tell me that when I was cranky or crying, she would pull out her camera, the disposable cameras, you know, mm. um, and take pictures of me. And I would start posing and smile. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of pictures of me being in front of the camera. Um, even in my younger, like, youth, I have recordings. I'm like, Mom, can you record me? Like, it's HTV, you know? And I'm, like, <laughs> showing my room in this fabric and this oh. and that. So, so you're a so star. I've yeah. always loved being in front of the camera. I am not going to deny it. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to get bullied in elementary school because I um, got labeled as conceited. And I was like, I'm self-confident. I was like, shut up, you white girl. I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> I was like, this is... <laughs> yeah, kids can be very mean. Oh, my God. Brutal. They are very mean. And, you know, it's funny that you say you like being in front of the camera. Um, Ruben hit me up a long time ago. He sent me your profile. He was like, yo, check this girl out. Like, she has something. Like, she has star quality. And I was like, no, she doesn't. And I went through your page, and I was like, oh, wow, he's right. And so I started following you after that, and I just, like, the comfortability you have in front of a camera is... Like, you can't teach that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, it it does come natural. You know, I never miss. I know a star when I see one. Okay. You know? No, nah, seriously. <laughs> when when Cardi B was was just doing Instagram, mm. I was like, yo, this girl's a star. Yeah. You know, when she made, made her first mixtape, I was saying, yo, this girl's going to be bigger than what we think she is right now. Mm-hmm. And look at her now. Yeah. It's, on, it's, it's on wax. Who would have thought? It is on wax. Hmm? Who would have thought? I think a lot of people you, saw you it coming, it? though. Yeah, for sure. I know. I, 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 I could tell. I could tell you a star without even with, within five minutes of mm-hmm. just looking through looking your at page, them, the personality. I could tell. I could, yeah, I could even tell. if they don't like. It's just something about the way they carry themselves. It's the energy, it's the energy it's the that energy. they have, the spirit. Like, for example, you go on your page. You know, I did my homework on you, so I went back to your very first post on Instagram. And I noticed, um, disclaimer, she's not drinking, right? She's, <laughs> she's, um, she's training right now. And I noticed around, I would say 2017, like around the time you crossed when mm-hmm. you, you pledged. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know, that means she's in a sorority. Like something happened, I feel like. Would you say around that time? Like you just oh, yeah. gained, com- I saw you started putting makeup on, like you changed your hair. Um, it's funny that you bring that up because obviously you're seeing it from a social media standpoint, right? And mm-hmm. I'm not noticing the transitions that I'm going through until you're able to reflect back and, you know, you're like, oh, college, freshman year, sophomore year, what was I going through? Um, I started compromising myself, um, to beauty standards and wearing the makeup because it made me more quote unquote attractive. And now I'm, I'm in college dorming. <laughs> that sound already i'm like ooh, right. popping bottles um 
uh, it wasn't so much confidence because those were also very dark moments of my life. Mm. It really was. Um, I think it was just finding myself and seeing what do I feel Sorry. when it comes to makeup and what does beauty mean to me? Mm. So experimental stage. You know, it's funny because I was having this conversation with my best friend. Shout out to Regina. And um, she was saying like how basically women uphold these certain standards that men kind of lay out for us. Absolutely. And we keep, like, we maintain those standards. Like, we abide by these rules that men uh, think we should abide by. Like, how girly you look, like, how feminine you are. So I can definitely relate to that because, you know, obviously I'm more of a tomboy. So, you know, you think about these things like, will guys like me? Will they? I mean, I don't care about men anymore because... But, you know, you kind of go through that, especially as a young woman of like, what will people think of me? What will they say? And you talked about your hair off record, Mm -hmm. but talk about like you cutting your hair and what people would say. Thank you for bringing that up because people don't understand how personal hair is to a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt like cutting my hair was me liberating myself and... I remember that day very vividly. I was studying for an organic exam and I was having like this really bad anxiety attack and I felt really caged in and I couldn't really explain to you or have the vocabulary at the time why I felt caged in. But cutting my hair was like a set me free and there was lots of tears and uh, liberating um, because from a young age, I was always told, you know, you're dark, but you have gorgeous hair. And that's Mm. what made me beautiful than my other cousins that were my skin tone was because of my hair. I had good hair. Yeah, and the Dominicans would be like, ay, la India. Eso cabello tan lindo que tú lo tienes. And it was like, oh, arreglate lo cabello. That means like, like what I just did to like my hair. Straighten it. straighten it. And man, I wanted to own it myself. It was like, if I had to dye my hair, I have to ask my dad's approval. It was like a male thing. It's my hair. It's mine. So when I cut it, I wanted to show like I did it and I didn't have to ask anyone's permission. I didn't have to ask my current boyfriend at the time, my father, it was a male thing, or my mother who told me that my hair looks prettier when it's straight and I did that. And that was like a start of something different. Mm. I loved it. I really loved it. I, I, we were talking before um, the podcast um, a second ago about, oh, they were telling me your hairstyle when you cut it, it you now you look like a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do. And I loved it because then I found liberty in dressing different. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the opportunity that the person that I was dating at the time had very similar body structure than mine. So I was able to like wear his clothes. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something, having big pockets and pants, you don't it's know, a gift. but it's everything. It's everything. I didn't have to carry a purse. I was like, Wow. I would wear his jerseys and I felt so comfortable because I didn't have to cargo wear pants. They have pockets down here. Tell me about it. So then I was experimenting with clothes and my femininity still feeling feminine, but not having to wear mm-hmm. a tight shirt like I am right now to show my curves or my breasts. Like, and I still feel sexy. I'm going to tell you that. I really did. <laughs> I believe it. So hair was everything for me yeah. at that moment. So that's funny that you say that. So you see, I am really good at observation because I saw that through your pictures, the transformation. Like after your haircut, you gained this confidence and then your hair grew back and then you started modeling and then you started fitness. So yeah, it's very interesting. There's always a backstory. I, w- I want to get into the fitness. Are you IFBB? Uh, or are you headed that way? I would like to head that way. 
Okay, okay. What does that mean? Break it down for that's like, like me. that's like that's like pro. Like you're you're it. Those women, I'm gonna tell you, I'm like Different. wow. They're very I, and I don't want to set any limitations or put myself in a box mm-hmm. and say oh well maybe not. I don't know. Mm. And if I get there, then that's awesome. And if I don't, Perfect. then that's awesome too. Mm. Right now, I'm really enjoying the process. So it doesn't matter what category I'm in, what class or whatever. It's just I'm really in love with the journey and the process of my body development. Okay. Perfect. I'm rooting for you. Thank and you. Know, you know Thank something? You. Every time we get a guest that's doing something, it, it, it happens. On it. We say it here. And it happens with Raish, with D Grooms, with Flawless. With, I could I could keep going with names. Keep saying the names. Keep saying the names. So I can no, do no, the bomb no. thing. Oh, can I, I press the one? That's I my that's my button. Hard. This is this one. I don't want to flex too hard, but n- next one on the list is gonna be Scarlet. Hey. She's gonna oh. be I, I am BB. Remember, <laughs> I told you that. Thank you for Remember, the I told you that. Like you know, I know you're happy either way. Yeah. But I know you're gonna make it. Thank you very much. Just observing, like, um, your page, your your discipline is heavy. Let me tell you something. I already feel like I made it. Mm -hmm. I already Mm -hmm. feel like like I made it. I I I I dreamt of this Mm -hmm. since a young girl, and I hate Mm -hmm. saying like since I was a little girl. I always knew, but yeah, I've been a feminine. My core self has always been such a feminine as a child, and I would see pageants, and I then would see like these bodybuilders Mm -hmm. in the like at a beach, like lifting. Mm -hmm. I'm like. What is this? Like the and Spongebob episode? You, you know Larry. what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Larry the lobster. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that was empowering to me, but I, I couldn't put my finger on it. I was like, what is it that made me like tickle? Um, and when I found a bikini competition, like mm. the competitive side, the bikini aspect, I was like, wow, I get to wear this like nice, glamorous bikini, right? I'm showing a lot out there. I'm putting it all out there. <laughs> and I'm able to be muscular. Mm-hmm. I am able to transform my femininity with my masculinity mm-hmm. energy and all of it together. I'm like, this is me. This mm-hmm. is what it feels like. This is my pageant. I love it. So I made it because I wanted this since I, I was a young girl. For it. Yeah. You know, like, you, you know when somebody really loves some. Something by the way they voice it out. Yeah, you and know, your energy your around energy. It. You know, it, it doesn't sound like it's an obligation. Like you generally want no, to do this. No, not only that, but it becomes an obligation because True. now in your head you're you're like, yo, I gotta make it. I gotta make it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like nothing can deter you from that lane you're in. To go somewhere else. You're like, no, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do. And that's what I'm going to do because I am the boss and that's what I'm going to do. But before we get into the fitness and the discipline, I do also want to mention that you're... A st- or did you graduate already? I did graduate. You graduated. Pandemic 2020. You... God bless. Congratulations. I'm so sorry that it had right. to be that way. I mean, way. but you're, you're, you, you graduated in a special... I don't want to say special, but special. You know what I mean? Unforgettable... Time. time yeah you know it's it's like anybody that graduated in 2020 mm. like you don't nobody else has that experience true so it's very it's unique. unique it yeah. is you're you're one in a million you can say right That's literally true. <laughs> but um you. your your uh major is very i would say opposite of what you do outside of school or have done outside of school. You're mm-hmm. a science major. Right. But 
specifically biochemistry biochemistry yep so how does that happen how did it happen how did it happen i still wonder <laughs> how did we get here you know i'm looking at you for answers i'm like <laughs> tell me um man i i would hate to give you the long story but i'm gonna give you the long story we i was time. an esl student do we got we got time we got time all right i was an esl student mm-hmm. And I did not start learning English until I was in kindergarten. And I was like, what the hell is this? Right. Because um, daycare was always like la vecina, the neighbor who's mm-hmm. taking care of you. And you're watching <laughs> like right. caso cerrado ante le mundo. So I didn't yep. get no English. Um, so I struggled a lot when it came to reading and writing. Um, and for those that probably already do know. I had a learning disability that I didn't get diagnosed until I was in college. Really? So everything was blamed on me being an ESL student. So to be quite honest mm. with you, I resented reading. I resented talking like publicly, like uh, giving any presentation mm. because of my accent or pronunciation. And I gravitated towards the science and the math that just felt like I didn't need to read, but I could imagine and daydream because I'm a daydreamer. Mm. And that's where it happened. I'm just a curious person. Um, and it felt like magic to me. It felt like it was my own. And I wasn't reading or writing. That was mine. So even in high school with anatomy and physiology, I was like, this is me. I'm doing this. I would fail, but I'm doing this. Science, you really have to have the brain for that because I like the challenge too. It it comes with a challenge. Mm. Understanding like the cell, I'm like, well, (laughs) but please teach me. And I like the growth, and I was able to measure my growth with science. I saw myself advancing more with science than with other subjects. What's the learning disability, if you don't mind sharing? Oh, sorry, dyslexia. Oh, wow. That, sorry, that's actually very that. common. It is. It's a it lot is. more common than people think. But because, especially when you're first-generation American, they like they don't look into that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it was not a question um, that I was going to major in some form of science in college. Um, and also, let me be very authentic and honest with myself. It was the first generation, um, first child pressure of either you're an engineer, um, a doctor, a lawyer, a piece of teacher. shit. So pick one, a <laughs> teacher. You think we sacrificed all of this? We said engineer, doctor. <laughs> like, did you not? I think my mom it? was just happy that I did something. She didn't right. even know what I did. But they I don't even brag. know. You know, they want to brag to like everybody mm-hmm. back in DR of like my yeah. daughter, she made it the American dream. So that did have some mm. influence in it. Even if I at the time would have denied it, that I was definitely influenced by that as well. What did your parents want you to be? A doctor. A doctor. I remember once in high school, I was like, Mom, I think a midwife is the way to go because I love childbirth and I love a oh, woman's a body. Doula, right? Is that what right. She, um, she, my mom was like, Ay, Dios mío, mija, por qué? You know what she told me? Tu puede creer eso. I was like, all right, mom, all right. OBGYN? She's like, <laughs> 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 I was like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but, you know, that's just, and I don't blame her for it. Um, she just. Of course. That's what she knew. Yes. And that's like the highest title of achievement for mm-hmm. her. And things have definitely changed since then. My mom and I have grown. She's not the same person she was before. Mm. That's dope. Yeah. And so um, I saw you post um, something on your Instagram story about like giving up, right? And how hard it is to keep going. So speak to that, especially like during the pandemic. 
like you were doing this during the pandemic. How do you maintain that discipline? Doing school during the pandemic? Yeah. Doing school, the fitness, trying to keep your diet. So lucky for me, I was only taking a art class, a painting class the last semester, my last semester. Mm. So the pandemic will hit 2020 in March. March yep. So it didn't affect me the way that it affected other students. I had six, mm-hmm. I think, think six at most paintings I had to do. I would paint them and take a picture and submit it. I got an A. But not because of the pandemic, because I'm very talented. But maybe but I was just going <laughs> to say, you also do draw. I do. I do. That was my minor in college. So, But not only that, you also bake. Yo. Let's talk about Yo, the you bake. What don't you do? Wait, hold up. I think there was another question about, um, you said, training while the pandemic. The so I want to make sure that I answer everything. Can, can we keep that one for like the discipline part? Because okay. I, I think that, that ties into discipline. Perfect, perfect. That, yes. Um, baking that was something different i can't trace that passion mm-hmm. anywhere it just like you didn't have an easy bake oven or anything as a child my parents didn't buy me one mom why didn't you buy me one no mom. easy bake was nasty okay. anyway. i mean okay. no tenía dinero, sabes. That, <laughs> you know you know something that's every dominican parent's excuse <laughs> right la semana but que viene not, I lo bile, I lo bile. i'm still waiting for la semana que viene <laughs> when's that week coming never <laughs> but it's not a lie it's true like being a mom now mm. i realize like why you tell your kids you're broke because you are broke oh. <laughs> like Dead hey, ass. And you know what? To, my mom used to tell me I'm broken. She wasn't broke. But you know what, too? We were talking about this. Uh, we talked about this with another guest. Is that um, that fear of money. Because our parents wow. don't come from money. So they're scared if I do buy Scarlett this Easy Bake Oven. What if I need that $20 first in case something happens? Like an oil change I need or the light bulb I need to go. Light bulbs are not Hold cheap. my hand right now because I'm like. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like that. I feel that. It's true. Like they, they weren't broke, but they needed to be safe. Absolutely. Relationship so, with money. That's a whole different topic because I could understand that I'm not a mother and, um. I have a fear with money. I'm trying to work on my relationship with it. It's mm, just like, I think we all are. Because when you bands, come from a, he likes to splurge. Well, yes, but when I, you come I from a background of not having, you're scared that it's going to be taken away yeah. from you. When you do mm-hmm. have the money, you're like, yo, what's the scam here? Y'all better stop playing. I got I got a savings account. My savings mm-hmm. has a savings account. <laughs> like, wait a minute. It gets crazy. Yeah. But um, for those who don't know, you know, when your bank, you put money in your bank. They're using your money mm-hmm. to make money. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, do your due diligence and find a way to m- make your money make you money. Mm-hmm. You know, like the bank. For the, for the listeners. That's like a whole topic you need mm-hmm. to teach me. Definitely. But, um, baking, it came out of nowhere. I was two weeks out for my competition in October of 2000. Uh, October is the best month in the whole year, by the way. Why? Let me. Uh, let me it's my birthday. Uh, birthday. I say July. You July. Know. Uh, July is the best. It just randomly happened. I, the banana bread from uh, Starbucks. Mm. I was afraid that after my competition, 
that Starbucks wasn't gonna have any more banana bread. I was gonna like f <laughs> this shit. Can I swear? Fuck yeah. this shit. <laughs> I was like, nah. So I was like, what am I going to do? Maybe I could learn how to make the banana bread. So when I'm done with my competition, I could have some banana bread. So mm-hmm. I, I went online and I was trying different banana bread recipes. And I was giving it to my family to taste because I couldn't. And the first one I made was like cardboard. It was bad. It was like, oh, it's so dry. I would um, message some of uh, people that I know that went to culinary mm-hmm. school. And let me tell you, some people are stingy with their recipes yo yo. i I get it now i get it i get it at the same time though it was like yo my my banana bread is like cardboard well you gotta add some fast well bitch i fucking could have done that shit myself i'm a biochemist i knew that (laughs) i knew that (laughs) now like i was i was pissed i was pissed I, i i needed more guidance but luckily i did have a sorority sister of mine mm Yo, paved the way for me. She like really would talk to me about what's happening. I tried different recipes and I fell in love with the art. It felt a lot like being in a lab. Mm. It was no different. The measurements and it um, helped me be more precise because mm. even as a chemist, and I'll be very honest with myself, I don't like to strict, um, stick to the protocol. I'm like one milliliter. How about one and one ish? <laughs> and no, Scarlett says one millimeter to stick to the to the to the recipe. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to practice that in the kitchen where mm. my banana bread wouldn't come out right, and it's because I wasn't sticking to the recipe and the repetition. And I I loved in the art of it, mm. and I got to show something for my hard work. It was everything all in one. My chemistry, my love for chemistry, my love for art in general, and just my hands-on experience. And this was something I got to show. Now, now, since you're in fitness, did you figure out a no. way to... I now I'm going to stop you right there before you even ask me that. No. <laughs> to make I, it healthier. Yo, now, nah, I hate people. <laughs> no, Are you YouTubers? You know, some, sometimes there is gains in the protein aspect, you know, adding protein to whatever you make, find a way to lower the calorie count. I'm very boring when it comes to to Mm -hmm. my food and dieting. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, son, if I'm a cheat, I'm a cheat, cheat all the way. So if I want a brownie, I'm not going for that 70 um, calorie count Mm. bullshit. Give me my brownie because that's what I want. If not, then I'm going to stick to my diet. We need a period button. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And that's how I operate. So no, um, I have not come up with like a healthy alternative. And maybe Mm -hmm. I will. As of right now, that's not me. Okay. I love that answer. Yeah, respectfully. <laughs> respectfully, yeah. So, so let's get into... Wait, 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 no. Because now that we're in a laughing mood, I, I do also want to talk about how open you are on social media, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you posted a long time ago. Do you mind if I share oh, this? Oh, it was on my social media and it's public. Let's go. Okay, so you posted, you were talking about a vibrator mm-hmm. on social media. And I is I mean, all women do this, right? But you don't speak about it openly. How did you get the confidence to even talk about sexual things on social media? Because I know there, I mean, your DMs was busting. I know that for sure. Well, it, it, it was with a lot of creeps. It wasn't quality. <laughs> it was <laughs> quantity, but quality was not there. <laughs> I said it. Um, going back to feeling caged in as a female because I am a sexual person, but my sexuality was never like applauded or encouraged from 
any age growing mm. up and even in my adulthood. The opposite of a man, really. Completely. They're opposite. so encouraged. So um, for you to understand me and why I'm so vocal about it, that sometimes it's, people say it's too much. It's because I came from a culture, uh, like a Dominican um, culture where women, you have sex. Like, uh, no. Especially not at a marriage. How dare you? How dare you? We don't talk about sex. Um, or even just, I don't know much about my body. Mm. I wasn't told much about it. Um, and you never had the conversation? The conversation is like, if you get pregnant, you're getting kicked out the house. Mm. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Period. That's literally how it goes. <laughs> that's that's the talk for you. Um, and I was very angry because I wasn't allowed to use a tampon because of preserving my virginity. Yeah, I was mad because I'm, I was an athlete in um, high school, and I my coach had given me a tampon because I didn't have a pad, and I got in trouble at home for that. Um, I got mad that I wasn't encouraged to have sex. Why could why wasn't I was mad about it or explore right. the fact that I could even masturbate. I accidentally, that accidentally happened. Really? <laughs> like masturbating at the what, age of nine. A nine, yeah, yeah. That's nine, the I was time. like, wow. <laughs> uh, you feel the heartbeat in your vagina. Yeah, it happens. It, it happens. I was like, wow. It was like my <laughs> nightly routine. I was like, yo. But I felt shameful. Same. I felt so ashamed of masturbating that I didn't even know how to say it to my like my school friends. Like, do you do this or do you not? Yeah, do this? right. Like, we should have like, talked to each other about right? it. Right, or even mm. like experiencing that wetness that you have. And I'm like, do I go to the bathroom and wipe it off, or do I just sit in this and go to sleep? And like, <laughs> honestly, That's, those are real questions. Questions though. that a nine year old that just finished masturbating. I I can't really. No, and that's, you're not supposed to you relate. Know, you know, I'm fine. just, I'm just saying. For me, it's like guys talk about it all the time. Yeah, but but for guys, it's a, a little different. Yeah, there's no. You're you know, given their yeah. privacy. How about that? Let's start with that. You guys are given more privacy to experience your body. Like when oh. my brother is in his room for too long, my mom would be like, "Oh, he's learning his body." Well, why couldn't I have? I never had that privilege. That's crazy. My mom would. Yo, you know right what's crazy? Yeah, granted, my family has evolved mm -hmm. to be what they are now. I am okay. going to say they Yo. have grown. But, but it is interesting that, like, women don't talk about sex with each other. Not only about sex, but about masturbating. You don't talk about how to please yourself and how to do this. And especially, like, I've heard the common conversation now is, like, so many women have had sex and they never experienced an orgasm. As a man, respectfully, respectfully, mm. ain't that not knowing your body enough to go out there and you know find your pleasures? No, it's wait, not. Wait, what was your question? Ain't that like you not knowing your body, like having an orgasm? Not it's, no, it's 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 know, really just you trying stuff. to please the man. Like a lot of women okay. will have sex for the man to come, but they don't worry about themselves. It's like, but Which what it about shouldn't me? be like that? However, let's go back. Equal transfer, you know if. But if men I'm, don't do that. Goes back to why I sex mean, is not encouraged mm -hmm. for females. We yeah. are not sexual beings. We're not advertised that at all. Okay. Although we are, and we have those mm -hmm. sensations, we're never mm -hmm. able to speak about it or explore it, and we don't know what's going on with our bodies. So we're not encouraged. Mm -hmm. However, as a male and within the Latin culture that I can only speak for right mm -hmm. now, uh, or ever, um, your your dad is like applauding you like Quanta novia tu tienes? how many girlfriends yeah. do you got like when That's i was your I age that to this I, day. you know what i mean so you are encouraged to have as many sex partners as mm -hmm. you want for sure we are not 
at all. Understandable. And if we have more than one partner, it's like <sighs> your value. My You're dad. Home. My dad told me, and I'm not going to like um, filter this. My dad told me like if you have sex, just know that the and you don't stay with that person. Mm-hmm. The next partner you have, you have to let him do whatever he wants with you because your value as a woman decreased. And that's the old-fashioned And that was on a ride home. That's rough. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, so, but you know, I think I'm his... sorry you had to do I, I think that. his that's, intention is to make you scared to not do these things so that you can preserve your body. Your virginity, your yes. body. However, and um, now that I'm comfortable with vibrators and all this, and I didn't get my first vibrator mm-hmm. until I was like... Oh, I love this story. I was in college after I um, was a member of my sorority, and my sorority sister's husband was who gave me my first vibrator because he worked at a sex store. He goes, yo, I, I want a vibrator. You want this? I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I do. And I went home. I was like, wow. <laughs> that was my first like time that. ever experiencing a, a vibrator. And I, w- I tell my mom now, if I would have give- if I was given a vibrator a long time ago and explored my body and not in a shameful way, mm-hmm. I would have lost my virginity last year. I swear to God. Yeah, like because I had no need. I, 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 and yeah. I'm saying this right now. The like curiosity would have been less. Yes, yes. I, I say this very lightly, but um, That's so true. My needs would have been already met because my needs have never been met until just recently. Right. So how about yeah. that? I'm 27. What does that say? Yeah, and I've been sexually active for since 14, 16. And I think and the I'm com- now the, just getting no, pleased. The conversation um, back, should be how me. do we have sex responsibly? Yes. Not how to not have mm-hmm. sex. Because we're going to have sex. Mm-hmm. And then women shame each other too. Oh, we do. Like, wow, you you're sucking dick. How many? Like <laughs> you know what Five. I'm saying? Like it's you know, like whispered. It's crazy. Cause you know, as men, we don't have that dynamic where we're you know, you you got some guys that do that's what people I think called pillow token, if mm. that makes sense. You know, when a guy is like trying to find out like things and stuff like that, but I don't want to say in the wrong way. Cause Go ahead. I don't want to get jumped on. But, <laughs> but, Aaron. but like, um, how, how do you, um, how did you find your, your pleasures? Was it, what, I don't know how to ask this question. Just say it with I, your chest. Nah, and if you say it incorrectly, we would work. What on kind of like, like, like you know, we like work with like guys know, like for a guy, you you find out easily what you like and what you don't like. How about for women? Because you know, it, it's never really said. Like you know, women don't really, you know, like it's not a conversation. Exactly, it's not even that like, a conversation. I, it's not advertised to us because even you finding what you may like, mm-hmm. you are promoted sex, sex, sex. Even when you watch mm-hmm. um, porn or these sex magazines, they're advertised for the male's pleasure. Not only, That's, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say not only that, but I've, a guy never asked me what I like. They just assume that, yeah, I'm going to get my shit off. And if you come, mm. you come. If you don't, you don't. And, yeah. you know, That's guys always have the open conversation of, I like head, I like head. Like, mm. guys are so obsessed with that. Even though, shout out to Jimmy from Take As Needed, who said he doesn't care for head. Why? Good for you. What do you mean good for you? I don't know, you? but I'm saying well, because like it's the opposite of what we hear. But when you ask a guy for head or when you like, you know, that, they're like, I don't yo, do that. You have talk, to be special. Talk to me about like, that. But, so I can suck your dick. But, but you can't. But you see, like, when, when we're open about it as well, 
and this is not to counter what you're saying, yeah. but once I um some I was talking to a girl, I'm mm. not gonna say no names. Mm. And she no started names walking into the sex conversation, and off rip, I told her if you ain't sucking, we ain't fucking. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it wasn't like. That's like, fair, and if you ain't licking how's it, that, you ain't sticking it. Right. Okay, I'm down with that. But you know, how is that not fair? If I'm telling you my preferences, your boundaries. I mean, you could tell me yours. Open yes. up. Tell yes. me. We're talking. That's but this, you know, but that's but different. I, I get I I get now. I understand that women have this. You know. But why should a woman have to that, suck you know, your dick to have sex with you? I don't understand that. Because that's my preference. Now, if you say, oh, if you don't suck my tits, you know, not nah, real talk. Which sounds We're grown so here. crazy. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't suck my tits, we, I ain't giving you the... We're not grown. I'm very box. immature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I was like, I don't know. I was like... <laughs> but, but you see, like, I'm cool with that. Like, you know, tell me what you don't like Listen, and what you like. The issue here is not us setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's not you saying, I'm not going to eat. I don't want to eat you out. Those are mm-hmm. your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, if you tell me, Scarlett, I don't want to go down on you. Mm-hmm. Those are your boundaries. And if I say, like, yo, straight up. If I straight up say, well, I don't like eating ass. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Those are my boundaries. The mm-hmm. problem here is that if, I, if you tell me, yo, Scarlett, mm-hmm. I'm not licking it. And I have to be okay with it. But if I tell you I don't like sucking dick, she's fucking lame. She's fucking lame. Well, I'm not going to out you That's like true. that. That's men not my do. stuff. Men do that. Well, I, I do understand. Some, that. Some men, men do. the majority from my personal experience in my life, do. There's this whole thing about what's good pussy. Oh, my pussy's good. What makes it good pussy? Oh, that he could hit in any position, do whatever he wants with it. That's, that is tight. That is this. So he could brag to his boys that I got good kitty. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Before you even been in this, I could tell you this is a one. You know what I mean? Ooh, talk that talk. Hey, <laughs> my, my, hey, my look, confident. Look, I'm I'm all for the confidence and all that. You know, just I think men and women have to talk more. Yes. You know, before getting in the bed, before you yes. know, because communication is key. That's I always say this. Communication is key. If you can't tell me what you don't like. Why are we in this in the first place? Like, why are we here? Mm. You know, we shouldn't be here because I don't understand what you like and you don't understand what I like. So the communication is not there. It's like, if you can't communicate to me what what you like, it's going to be whack. I have an issue with people. um, We all know communication is key, but sometimes we don't know how to effectively communicate and that's fine Mm. because we don't have those tools because it wasn't taught to us by our parents or uh, like um, guardian or whoever was bringing us up. So we don't really know how to properly communicate. I'm still learning. We're we're all learning. We're all learning. So even when it it changes as you get older. Oh yeah. Every time. And your style of communicating. Um, So it's not that. Yo, we met each other and there's like a sexual attention and I'm going to tell you like, yo, I, I like my left nipple suck better than my right. And then we get to it and there's a trial and error until mm-hmm. we kind of like understand. Yeah, and maybe I true. thought this is what I like, but I don't like it, but I have to feel comfortable. So that comfortability, but it doesn't happen overnight. And sometimes maybe it does because the chemistry is just there, but we have to be very patient with ourselves, yeah, kind of ourselves, respect ourselves and respect our partner as well. All right? That's, that's 
Like, dead ass. <laughs> I'm just saying this I from the heart. I want to back to you because you're right. But I want to turn things back to you because we could talk about sex all day, oh, right? Oh, yes, you're right. But this is about you. How do you deal with, right, because you're obviously a very attractive woman. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with um, people who are sliding your DMs, trying to get to know you, trying to, d and you're not necessarily, I feel like. Hang you with the, hey, babes, hey, babes. What's <laughs> up, the babes? babes. Um, I don't know if people do that. But um, yeah, people do. How do you, like, okay, so I think what I'm trying to say is it's easy for a beautiful woman to just be with whoever because they have so many options. Mm -hmm. How do you decipher like how do you keep that under control because you could i think that you could pull anybody that listen both of you guys are very mm -hmm. nice to me and i'm gonna reflect on this and i'm gonna pour all that into my confidence <laughs> like wow um some men are intimidated to talk to me so my dms um there are seasons where it's Not flooded. Seasons. <laughs> There's seasons. Like the pandemic what is, is the a little busiest rough. season. <laughs> Before the pandemic, where everybody was with their wives, ah. <laughs> actual girlfriends. Um, but the ones that have the audacity are the like unqualified ones. Oh, those are the ones with the audacity. The uh -huh. ones that you really want, you're like, this one or she right there. Mm. Those are not the ones really in my DMs. It depends on the season. Depends but on the season. Right? Men who are not qualified are usually the one with the most confidence. If yes. you don't mind us asking, yeah. what are the DMs like? Right now they're very dry. But when I was Is like, it because they, they know it was Because like, one, because of... Um, it wasn't because of me announcing that I have a boyfriend, to be quite honest, because some men don't care. I think it has been the videos that I have posted on social media of like, this ain't for you. Uh, and then I'm now categorized as too much. Mm. I'm too much. And now they're just like, we're not dealing with Scarlett. Mm. Yeah. Well, good. My, my response has been public. So instead of me like, send, like when they send me nasty ass DMs, very like, Nasty as in not, not mean, but nasty, very sexual. Really? Instead of me saying something to them, I like, publicly... What are they saying? Like, like, let me... Oh, my God. So, I'm into fitness. So, it's very um, mm -hmm. common for me to, like, in the morning, I'm very happy I have a flat stomach. And I'm in my underwears, and I feel comfortable yes, in my I underwears beat. with my... Um, and I'm like, ah, yes. Mm -hmm. And some men would be like, yo, I'll fuck that. But I, it wasn't an invitation. I didn't, that, that video wasn't for me to invite you. I could understand mm -hmm. why that video could be sexualized or why it could be provoking in the sense of like, I like what I see, Scarlett, right? But you don't have to share that with me. True. Yeah. There's different ways to go about it instead of I'll hit that and I'll hit that one more time if I can too. What? Who invited you? I never wanted that. I didn't want that attention. That attention was not welcome. That's not what I was asking for. You're taking something I'm very passionate about, which is my work, which is my body that I'm working, constructing, and you made it very sexual, which it was not sexual. I was like, listen. And that's crazy because men are in the underwear all the time. You know you know what's crazy? I know I'm going to get it from the guys, but if it was your girlfriend, you wouldn't like another dude sliding her DM like that. Mm -hmm. Or it was your sister. Be, I don't, be aware. You know, be I, I don't. You I, that's it. not my my style of sliding. Into how do you how do you approach like how do you approach DM? a man like that? No, no, like how figure out different ways to uh, oh, approach. Yes. You got to finesse. Be like me, a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> like like you know, I I have a a different dynamic because half of all my cousins are females. Literally, there's you only know, like so, seven men in. The so family. I have a different type of respect for women. So I don't slide. I'm not the guy sliding like, damn, yo, I, 
I'll smash Man's that. Man doesn't too. even use the B word. I don't mm. like to. I don't like to. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, I have respect for, you know, how, how yeah. could I be from a, a family with a lot of women and then be using bitches? Mm. Like, what do I look like? So but, who trained me? But not even who that. Raised you, not nigga? even that about respecting the women that are in your families. Respecting mm-hmm. all women because that's another True. thing that upsets me is that man respecting <laughs> like I respect my mama, but you you slapping your baby mama. So what's up? Mm. You don't mm. love women. So back um, to the DM is even like <laughs> we talked about the vibrator, right? I love using my platform. I didn't notice how powerful my voice has been um, until people call me out on it because for me it's just I like having conversations with people I love talking I love engaging and with my platform and me being more sexual and now in my 20s and like ripping um, the the chains and releasing my sexual I'm like here I am hot and ready we love to see it Um, I get to talk about sex a lot with Mm -hmm. a lot of females in my DMs right Mm -hmm. I get a lot of females in my DMs but then man is like I would love to see you um, play with your sex toy my answer to that is how much you're paying. Ooh, okay, OnlyFans. Would you get an nah, OnlyFans? I wouldn't. I wouldn't, but what I'm trying to say is that it discourages okay. them. They're just like, oh, my, my bad. <laughs> like, you know, it's different ways of just me saying. It's Send my, them the cash app next time. No, I have. I'm like, this is my cash app. What can you do? Right? And they get discouraged, and they won't come and bite. Ain't Man. real. Yo, that that's means, a, That means the pockets ain't right. I'll be damned though if one guy's just like really a, sends you money. I'm like, thank you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Hey, I'm all for it. <laughs> but then again, I I I probably would not um, engage in something like because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. But women that have gotten their bag doing things like that, I applaud hey, I them. That. Um because we're already that. getting sexualized and I love women that capitalize on their sexuality. Mm. Um I encourage it if it's safe and is what you want to do. Um but if there's at, any at the men in my DMs that want to send me money, they can go want. ahead. I'm not sending them a video of me using my sex toy, but how much? How much for what? What you want? Hey, you know, you, you know, know, somebody wants to see something. It's to me, it's it's your body. If you use it for whatever you use it for, that's you. Long right. as you're in good terms with what you're doing, it's all game. It's understanding it. my story, mm-hmm. and just because you don't understand someone, you you're not in a position to judge them. Mm-hmm. So, so for the people that have judged me because I'm very sexual, and they're like, "Oh, but kids see your Instagram, and um, maybe you should Ooh, make it, yeah, um, PG thirteen and Scarlet, this is too much." You, there's a mute button, but that's besides the point, is that you need to know my background and why I want to advocate for a safe sex and sex and women's orgasm mm-hmm. because of my background, because it was encouraged mm-hmm. for me, and now I'm in this world, and now I am able to feel liberated, sexual liberated. Can I jump in here? And that's what for, this beautiful For those people for. that care about what the kids are watching, maybe you should be doing your job in controlling their Instagrams and social medias or whatever it is. You know, my eyes going crazy, but um, my kid's not on social. I mean, she's six, you know, but still, but still like, I feel like a lot, and this is not to take shots at anybody, but a lot of, a a lot of parents, he's been playing it safe all day. A lot of parents are lazy. Cause if you really care, you know, and this ties into when people are talking about WAP and all, all this mm, other stuff, like, like that's your job. That's your job. That's nobody else's job to 
Watch what your kids is watching. Period. You know what I mean? If you're not doing the due diligence to follow up on your kid, you're the one that's lacking. So and that's your fault. It's safe to say that y'all, we like music, right? Yeah, Love it. absolutely. Right. Love it. Um, and you have a daughter. Yes, I do. I've been told by some men that there's some type of music that they don't allow their daughters to listen to because it's like too sexual. Like, you know, That's we could fine. think about Little Kim, mm-hmm. we could think about Megan, we could think about Cardi, which is Kim. like a current right. Um, really? And WAP is just not a song that they will allow their their daughters to listen to. But then to my art, and I could mm-hmm. understand that they're not at that sexual mature age, mm-hmm. and that we could talk about sex, and we don't have to talk about wet as. Mm-hmm. Pussy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, we could talk about that. Yes, we definitely could talk about that wet vulva and pussy, whatever you want to name it. Oh, wow. um, but I understand the sexual maturity. However, those are the same fathers that are allowing their sons to listen to some nasty-ass rap about killing and shooting, and I just fucked this bitch in my Gucci flip-flops. Not, not only that. So, what's you, up? Even, like, um, okay. Old Town Road. It was about lean. And all these kids. The second verse he mentioned, Lean, yeah. Oh, yeah. All these kids are listening to that. You know, um, there's plenty of songs that, you know, when we was kids, we was listening to Alcanelli. Put it in your mouth. Uchiwali. Uchiwali. Oh, put it in your mouth. You had Kia on my neck, my back. I was. Wow. When my back, um, my neck, my back came out. um, I was in like middle school. Mm. You know, we was on the school bus listening to that Mm -hmm. on the radio. But just because we did it before in the past doesn't mean we that should continue. continue. So yeah, yeah. I hate when people make, not that I hate, I shouldn't my, use that word, dislike that, that argument. It's hypocritical when we, we critique yeah. this generation, but don't look at our own. You know, that's, that's where I'm coming from. Right. But, but you what know. you're saying is just because we did it, we shouldn't expose our kids. We should break that generational. That just because we were exposed to those type of music mm-hmm. or any um, quote unquote bad behavior mm-hmm. when our childhood, we ended up right. Um, it's okay for our kids to do it. No, but my message here is that you want to restrict what your daughter is listening to because Megan is too sexual and Cardi and like um, Lil Nas is too gay for you. But then you don't sense the men right and it goes mm-hmm. back again how women uh, females from a young age we're not looked at sexual humans unless it's for um males advantage over us we can never I own our sexuality mm-hmm. how about that for mm-hmm. myself why can i just be sexy for me for me uh, the only time i get to be sexy is when i'm raped Ooh. how about that as a young girl do you see what i'm trying to say here so censor your the music your your little boys listen to too. Yeah, you because gotta teach the boys the same thing you teach the girls. Yo, hold them to the same standards. What I'm trying to say. Yeah, for because sure. Because there's some I nasty agree. music that our boys and girls listen to too. So maybe WAP is not age appropriate for your six year old. Of course, I could respect that. I could respect how you parent because that's your child. I'm not gonna say anything. That's cool. But just because you listen to Lil Nas is not going to m- make your son turn gay. He was yeah. gay because he wanted to be gay. Right. You can't, That's catch, my argument. You can't catch gay. But <laughs> to, you know, because we're drinking. So let's let's end it off with. Um, well, we're drinking. Scarlett's not drinking. Well, She's we, drinking. Ruben and I, I'm Scarlett is drinking water because she is training right now. So let's talk about your discipline. Discipline. Because you do. You, you looked great. But you're going now for a round two to compete again. Yeah. What is your diet like? What can you eat? What can you not eat? What's going on? Like, you can't drink, obviously, because there's calories. No alcohol. Um, 
I'm very new to this process. I'm going to say that, and I don't have all the knowledge. I do not. I'm being guided by, I have a nutritionist, and I have a trainer. Um, he tells me, my nutritionist tells me what I have to eat. So Jerry's, so you have two people that help you? Yes. So one is helping me at the gym. The other one's helping me online. He moved to um, to Florida. Nice. Uh, he's amazing. Both of my trainers are just amazing. So he gives me, every two weeks he changes my diet. Right now I'm going through a carb cycle. So um, I eat two days high carbs, two days low carbs. What's carb. the purpose of changing it? To keep you like... To not, um, there's different reasons I've, I've read online and I've asked them about not plateauing. And there's a nice way of losing weight, of um, taking the carbs away and your body acting one way. And then you put in carbs, like it shakes it up. I don't have the little... Shocking the body. ...terms. And if you do, uh, you, uh, you know, you could um, chime in. I don't have the actual background knowledge in that. I'm still learning myself. Okay. So I cannot eat anything that's outside of that shit he sends me. So oatmeal. <laughs> not I that don't. shit he sends me. <laughs> what's what's the toughest part of it? About being in that box where you can only eat those certain things. Right. So, right, I, I, I should I feel like I'm obligated to say like there is some mm -hmm. challenge. Um of course, there are some challenges for me in the beginning of the process. The first two weeks, maybe the third and fourth, is just like, what the hell? I'm restricting myself. I get very angry. I went from eating whatever I wanted to now I have to be more um, disciplined with myself and parenting myself. And I'm like, I don't like it. But once that initial start like the initial part after that i'm straight i'm good it's like when you're running a race right a marathon i've never ran a marathon but i've ran like most six miles right mm -hmm. the first mile is like i don't want to do this i don't right i like i i like disorder right but once you get over that and you're just in the rhythm you're like boom 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 it's tunnel momentum vision from there it's tunnel vision the other struggle when it comes to my eating is when i have those treat myself right and it could be like uh, he let me have a slice of cake for my birthday mm -hmm. it's like cocaine on your tongue right because mm -hmm. we are addicted to sugar mm -hmm. so the second i have that like that piece of cake i want to have more and it's like a monster had awakening and like that discipline self i can't do it anymore. I'm going to be straight up honest. I was like, yo, nah, give me another slice of cake. I hope he doesn't see this podcast. I had another slice of cake. <laughs> I did. And I had a full glass of wine, maybe two, maybe three. But I couldn't stop. I didn't want to stop. I, I wanted all the carbs. Give it to me. And that's really the hardest part is um, if I'm going to do something, I have to be like, that tunnel vision, that horse, that I can't look sideways. I have to just be straight. Because the second I, I look to my right or my left, I don't want to say it's game over for me, but I fall off the track. And it takes me a while to go back. Mm. What's the mental, like, because that has to be, like, you have to have, Challenge. like, willpower, right? Because I talk, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast yet, but I used to smoke weed. Like, I used to get high all the time to, like, you know, keep up with anxiety, but it was making me worse, really. And one day I just shut it off. Like, I'm not going to smoke anymore. And it's that willpower. I haven't even had the desire to do it. So how do you, what goes on in your 
head? What do you tell yourself? Or where does that mentality come from? I don't want to feel disappointed in myself. Mm. I don't want that nasty feeling. And I know it. I've been a... I, it scares me. I've been down. I've touched like rock bottom. I know how it feels. And if I could prevent it, I will. I, it's that anger. I have like talks of myself. I reflect of myself. Like we're going to sit here and well, let's talk. What the hell is happening? I don't want it. I want to be happy and I want to feel accomplished. I want to feel proud of myself. But I also have my weak moments. And I allow myself to have weak moments because I am human. So there are weeks where... That's the wrong thing. <laughs> I meant to do the thing. Signs, whatever. So there are days, weeks, um, where I don't want to go to the gym anymore. And it's not that I want to eat unhealthy because I enjoy my diet. I, I really do. Um, but I'm just like, I don't want to follow my eating schedule. I have to eat every two or three hours. Like, he sets my time for me. Yeah, and I that's know, what pisses me that off. Works. That takes a lot of discipline. That's what yeah. pisses me off. Sometimes I don't want to have the gallon and a half of water. I just don't even want to have. And you be going to the bathroom a lot. My bladder, man. I just want to have this all day and that is it. But I know I'm doing myself a disservice if I do that. So it's reminding myself when I, I don't want to say give up because that's not a thing. It's more of like those weak moments that I have to be like, but remember that feeling? Remember how nasty you felt after you didn't go to the gym and you skipped? You were disappointed mm. in yourself. And I'm saying that that's healthy to make you feel that way but is that i know what working out makes me feel makes me feel good mm. i love that on what part of it makes you feel good like is it the, like in the workout like i know mentally you're you're mm -hmm. um you're you're happy you completed your workout but physically is it the pump is it is it just knowing that your body's sore like for me, for me, if I didn't feel sore at the end of the night, you didn't feel. I didn't feel yeah. accomplished. Mm -hmm. You know, like I had to, you know, earn my sleep. That was mm -hmm. my way of training. Like I gotta earn. I mean, I still do it because you know I indulge in smoking weed, but there's there's a for me is if I didn't earn it, I don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. I have to get something done. You know, that's how I do it for me yeah. how's it for you there's different feelings um for me at one point it was the soreness because mm -hmm. um that's how i measured my success um and by success of like accompli my accomplishment mm -hmm. sorry and i liked the pain right at one point pain that, okay. that pain feeling excited me I'm like, mm. but that didn't last long okay. for me now is the emotions that are attached to it. Mm -hmm. I've discovered a different side of me in this competition going around. Um, I cry when I'm running. Mm -hmm. I, I get emotional when I'm lifting. I'm like, my arms, my upper body is what I consider like my weakest um, part of my body. And when I'm training it and it's sore and I'm pushing more than I ever thought I could ever push, the accomplishment, that feeling of I didn't even finish that set yet, but I'm further than I've ever been. And I did that. I owe that to myself. Mm, I feel that. I hug myself. I feel that. Man, like that. I know the feeling. That, I know that, that, that feeling. That is awesome. That is 
awesome that I did it because wow, you made bands emotional. Yeah. No, seriously, because I I trained, so I know the feeling. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like there's, like um, there's something within working out where your body just like for your me, your body's kind of working against. The cra- Crashing iron coming down like 400. I, I was lifting 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, this weight you see on me is not because, you know, I just like to eat. I just stopped doing what I was doing, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, obviously with all the muscle behind it, you you expand further, you know. So, for me, it was really just the fact that the weight was crashing down. It was almost survival of the fittest type of thing where, you know, if I let really? that... Iron for me, four hundred pounds ain't 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 light. You know, you, you could die. You, you you could die. That falls on you. You could die. And yeah. just the the adrenaline you get from that just like gives gives you. I, yeah, you know what that, I'm telling you. There was um, I would listen to DMX actually, and I'm oof. slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Mm. Yeah, I was doing my squats. I was like, yeah, it's like an extra motivation. Um, but not every day is like mm-hmm. that, you know. And you have some days that you're just like, I can't even lift. 10 pound dumbbell F this right now. Um, some days like last week I had a two pound on two sides and I was like, I can't even do these. <laughs> it was like drop the weights. I was like, yep, we're just going to do the movement. There's days. Um, but even going back to me tearing up at times when I'm, I'm running, I'm just doing my cardio and it's not, it's a different type of emotion. It's not the emotion like, Oh my God, I'm, I, I feel accomplished cause I'm doing this. Is the, the release of tension and anger mm. that so I have like built up. It, is, it is for me. And it serves me, and this doesn't have to serve everybody, mm-hmm. right? It's my self-care because I like to release energy um, in a physical way. Mm. I'm an active person. I have a lot of energy. So at times, I guess you could say because I'm an Aries, I have to let that energy go go somehow and running it and doing my cardio does it and um i was going through a last couple of weeks with like my health my womanly health and my job situation of like am i losing my job am i not and then i'm training for a competition what does my future look everything was just so uneasy i am running and i am crying and i was like why are these tears coming i was like scarlet because you're just angry and i'm angry i'm like But that felt good. After I got off the the elliptical, I was like, no, no, I'm still still a hard bitch, though. (laughs) Period. (laughs) (laughs) But that was needed, Mm. and I acknowledged Mm -hmm. my emotions, and I love that fitness brings that to me. Um, I feel that. Not to make this even longer, there is an emotion attached to why I started um, lifting or doing these competitions. So it's an emotional process for me. I'm very sensitive about it. Very how do you stay disciplined in a Dominican home? Because, you know, you can't tell your Dominican family, yo, my cousin has a fiancé. He told everybody he was a uh, he was a vegan, Ivan, at the time. Ivan was a vegan. And they turned him out. He ate pork, and he got sick. <laughs> because he hadn't put meat in his body for so long, you know, because especially pork. Pork should, you we should not be eating no. pork. <laughs> but, you know, penil. Like, how right. can you turn down penil? So... What is that like when you're walking in the house and your mom has like rice and beans? How about for Easter that we chola con dulce? Oh. It's not even that. It's just like our traditions and some of our traditional foods. And you're just like, you, you expect me to give this up? Like, I'm going to taste it. I'm going to have that spoonful. I am. I'm not going to deny it. Um, but my family 
I feel very grateful to have a supporting family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't even understand what I like to do, what I do, not specifically about the competition, but any my life choices are like, like oh, deeply. Yeah. Like, cool, that's you. So I wish we had it like that. Right. My my brothers You're have very, two. very, very fortunate. Very fortunate. Thank you. And I'm aware of that. Um, he'll smack food out of my mouth. I'm just like, damn, but I really want that buttery popcorn. <laughs> just one popcorn, please. No, Scarlett. Sometimes it's so rude that I'm like, yo, they're, they're mean. And I, I cry. I go to my room, I cry, um, and mommy loves loves buying bread. I love bread. That Yo, that's the Dominican thing. I love bread. Oh, I was like, why are they doing this? And then desserts. I love desserts. That's my weakness is sweets. I'm like, damn. Right. And is, is that why you haven't baked? Spaghetti. Spaghetti is my weakness. Spaghetti. noodles. Yeah. Noodles is yeah, my weakness. Fuck. I haven't baked fuck. because I'm going through just right now um, the repetition of every day of waking up, working out, going to work, repeat. Um, and when I do have that hour or two hours, I'm resting for myself um, because it's very needed right now at this point of the process mentally too. I miss baking a lot and just, but I don't. What if you I just have the time, pretend? But I'm prioritizing, like just yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because and not that I have to taste it, because I really don't. I got into baking when I was competing um, originally, so that's cool. No, I'm not saying like actually bake. I'm saying like make pretend you're baking. Take, if I have your no. family will look at you like <laughs> no, no. But um, with my family, they don't push me and be like, oh, Scarlett, like what? You have to eat more. They're just like they see the the result and they're like. Wow, and they applaud me with my discipline. They're like, "Wow, okay, hija, tengo yo." My mama always says that she goes, "You push me to be better." God bless. Um, and amazing. in addition to that, in this process right now, I am currently living part time. I say part time with my boyfriend because I'm at his house the majority of the time, and I am <laughs> so grateful for the person I am dating right now um, because. He does all the meal prepping for me, and there's no temptations in the house. And maybe there could be like that popcorn, or like he likes his hot chocolate. Um, but he holds me accountable, and not in a mean way, like my brothers that will smack the food out of my hand and make me feel like shit. But he makes me reflect on myself. He's like, "How would you feel after you eat that? Like, do you really think you can eat that?" And then I have to answer it. I'm like, "No." And then just hearing myself say that, I'm like. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's the difference between a boyfriend and a partner. Mm. Because he can see the determination and discipline you have within yourself. And him maintaining that, wow. And him wanting you to complete your goal. Yeah. Because oh, there's, there's people that would deter that. Yeah, you for know, and sure. stop you from doing or achieving your dreams. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Or just tell you, like, oh, one slice of pizza is not going to hurt. Yeah. Is he a fitness person too? No. He eats. He doesn't eat whatever he wants to eat. Um, but um, throughout our relationship and me being into fitness, I have influenced him mm-hmm. in a way. And it's awesome now. We have this thing that we Perfect. wake up in the morning and we go for a run before I go to the gym and do my additional cardio. Perfect. Having him running with me um, together mm-hmm. is has helped 
not that it has helped our relationship, but it's a, a couple kind of bonding. Mm. It's very it's a connection. I don't want to say it's like trauma bonding or anything, but we're no, going it's through not the trauma struggle. Bonding. It's not. What is? It's a specific it's just a connection. bonding that it's, we have. You're, you're it's, I'm not alone. I'm it's not connecting alone. beyond sexual. Yes, and I'm struggling, and he's struggling. I ain't gonna lie, we both struggling to do this run. <laughs> um, so and it's just nice to look over, and he's out of breath, just like me. I'm like, damn, <laughs> support, and I love it. You don't, you don't find that much, to be honest with you, like. You know, I mean, nowadays it's hard to find, you know, somebody that's rooting for you all the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and not being selfish about it. Because and looking past your beauty and all that exactly. jazz. Like, he's really cares about Scarlett the person. What makes me happy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. shout outs to him. But, um... Even getting me up to go to the gym when I don't want to, and I'm, I would talk about my vulnerable moments. They're there. It's not every day. Like ah, I'm gonna lift. I'm gonna run, and everything's perfect. And mm. I'm gonna eat my food when it's I'm waves. supposed to. And no, uh, there's highs and lows. But having someone, not that is necessary, because I could do this by myself. You trust and believe. I have done this Period. by myself. I've proven that for myself. However, I benefit and I love having someone next to me. Mm -hmm. I do need him and I want him there because when he wakes me up, he's like, it's time for the gym because you still need to get your hour cardio in and all this. I'm like, oh, can you like rub my back a little bit more? We got to get up, sweetheart. Making you breakfast. Hurry up. I'm like, oh, and he makes you breakfast. Dude, did you guys not see it. the video yo, of me yo, trying to make eggs? Yeah. You put in the ring on I'm, his finger. Yeah, I'm, 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 I tried. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm holding you accountable to keep this man. Oh, I am. You ain't got to tell me you know, twice. I better not. See, if never, it's healthy for you. If it, you yes. Know, of course. You Thank know, you. And, and just by hearing the good things, you know, mm. you don't hear that much. You know, yeah, so. Because I, so I love to say niggas gem, and shit. You got to hold it because it's a needle in the haystack. Sometimes that's how that's it feels. Um, but Yeah. I, I'm very fortunate again. I, I can Congratulations. make Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm proud for you. Yeah. Thank you. And Thank shout you. out to him. I'm happy a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but that's like my support mm -hmm. system, my family, and I include him in my family circle. So just saying my family is it. My father mm -hmm. and our bike rides, like that's motivational. Um, so I have my friends coming mm -hmm. to my competition, like, that's motivating. Wow. And I love, I, I can never say that I don't have support or love in my life or that Glory. someone ever doubted my ability to do anything. I could pick up a hobby tomorrow and say, I want to, I don't know, be a, I don't know, a gymnast. And I swear to God, my whole family and my core friends would be like, <laughs> like right there That's cheering dope. me on. And I have that love and I'm very fortunate for it. I've seen, um, in your stories, I feel like you're getting ready to transition into YouTube. Are you doing YouTube yet? Yes. I am getting pressured to do YouTube. Oh, no pressure. I mean, like. But you do have the quality. I'll be honest with you. I like what I see. I told Thank Christina, you. like, yo, this girl's a star. So I know that you would do well in that realm. You know, especially with your story. Because mm. you have a story. It's not like you're just doing things it's not so, shallow there's like depth. you're you're not you're not pranking nobody you're not doing anything for clout but you did post and, and we're gonna wrap it up you posted a picture um i don't remember exactly what picture it is but the caption read i will be a legend one day do you remember that picture no i don't it was around the time i think you had your haircut 
and the caption read, I will be a legend really? one day. What do you say to Scarlett? <laughs> That's scary. That was Scarlett a lot of pressure, Scarlett. <laughs> we got to check in there. Um, wow, I had a, wow. Uh, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. I would be a legend one day. What's a legend to you? That's exactly what I was thinking. What did I mean back then? Um, I think I had back then, um, I had something to prove to myself because I've always felt confident in myself. I always felt like there's something in me that separates me from other. And I don't know if I can say what it is or whatever, but there's something special about me. Um, but I was going through a very dark moment. I had to prove something to myself. And sometimes saying things out loud that sound outrageous is what helps. So maybe that's where it came from. Like, I would be a legend one day. But I don't know what a legend means because what it meant then versus what it meant to, means to me now. I hear, I, it's just like you said, like a legend. I looked to the corner yeah. and I started thinking about family. Oh, wow. Where before, maybe I would have never thought that. And I'm like, I am like already legacy paving. instead of legend. Yes, like what you the, leave behind. What I leave behind and not only what I like, what I'm doing, paving the way for my brothers. Um, mm-hmm. And even if they choose different routes in their life, which I'm encouraging, if it wasn't for some of my sacrifices, maybe they wouldn't have the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. Like my brother's able to take, let's say, a gap year or not, want to obtain a, a college degree right now or has the option of like maybe ever. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that option. So I am a legend. I have done it. I am doing it. I am. And I doing think it. when people think of legend, so. they think of like grand scale, right? Like DMX. To me, DMX. I mean, to many, I'm sure he's a legend for mm-hmm. what he did. I mean, he's a but titan. but also there's that micro, right? You're a legend in your family tree. Yes. Because of what you've done, what you accomplished, and what you will continue to accomplish. Absolutely. So yeah, Scarlett was right back then. She was. And, and she's, she's intimidating. Right she's right today. I'm intimidated by myself. I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I check in with myself or look at myself in the mirror, and I, I'm like, whoa, there's a beast in me that. But I you still know what? Haven't. Not to guess uh, all godly, right? Because right. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how to talk about religion because I don't know what That's people's fair. preferences is. But they say when you rec- like, it's okay to recognize your own prophecy. Like you have to recognize that prophecy so you can walk in your purpose. So for you to say, you know, that you have something special in you, you're on the right path. God wants you to recognize that so you can then propel and be what you're supposed to be. Because so many people have this potential, but they never recognize it in themselves. Or like, you know, like bands tells me all the time. I think we have uh, deep conversations all the time. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, where we're telling each other kind of like, yo, you have what it takes, but sometimes you have to believe that. No, sometimes you all the time have if to you believe that believe for yourself. yourself. It's, not, it's not worth believing in anything. What are you believing in if you can't believe in yourself? You Who? Know, how, can, how can I sell you my belief if you if I can't even believe in myself? Right. Man, but sometimes I wish it could be that easy. No, it's, n- it's, it's not, not going easy. to be easy. But right, but that's what I feel like when I hear things like that or I've heard things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I feel like um, I'll use parentheses as I'm like, I'm special or there's something special in me. Like there's something special in everybody else. But why does it feel like I keep failing? Or why is it that it feels like I can't find my right path or my destiny? Or what am I supposed, supposed to be a legend to be in? Easy. Right, it's there's not. lessons in the L's. So there's mm-hmm. a, there's, and sometimes you go through chapters and phases where you're taking L's after L's where you're just like, this is just my, 
This is my life. Uh, this is my life right yeah, now. Yeah, that's a fact. And those, and I don't say those that have to be glooming, dark, like really dark days, but it's very challenging. It's not every day you don't wake up feeling like I'm a star. I got this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not. Most it's of not, the time, it's, it's not. not. But you would rather be a blessing than a lesson. You know, you don't want to be that lesson that says, "Damn, uh-huh. you could have, like would have, but didn't." Yo. That, Wow, that's one of my biggest fears. You know how many times you hear of like, or your uncles or your auntie, like, you know, um, if I would have done this right, I would have been playing with like David Ortiz right now. But you know, (laughs) you know, deadass, and I don't want to be that family member. I want to say I did it, Mm -hmm. I did it. And and on that note too, as well, and I'm saying this for myself out loud. You asked me, are you a model, right? Or like, would you identify that? And I still have a hard time saying because, like, what the hell? supermodel oh my god Victoria's Secret like Tyra Banks um but I am fearful of myself and what I'm capable of doing and I and that's fine but I don't have to be um Tyra Banks Naomi like I could be Scarlett Santos and it was already enough for me to have been booked for a jewelry company I'm like what diamonds on me cool I did that mm-hmm. I did that competition I am doing that I am what I've been Your wanting first time to around be. you got a title like, yeah, that was my uh-huh. second, but we're not going to talk oh, about the okay, first because okay. I wouldn't <laughs> even talk about the first. But I did, sorry, I did, and I am fully happy with the journey. I'm loving the process. Enjoy it because not all this of us get the process, the journey. And if this is quote unquote where it stops, I did it. That's see? true. That's true. But what I'm trying but, to say is that I want to acknowledge my accomplishments now. The small yeah, ones, you have to be present. Celebrate that. Like it's important for be me present. because it's the small things that make up for the bigger things. Okay. Is this moment right here that is special? Like, you know, this was very special for me. I felt like I'm I glad to be a part of it. Yeah. yeah, I felt honored. So thank you very, very much. Thank you for coming and to end it all. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. Before ahead. we end, I want to see what Scarlett can tell Scarlett of five years from now. I was trying to get to Saturday. You know, I want to I want to have it on <laughs> wax. Saturday. So you know, that's what I'm saying. I got here. I'm like, <laughs> I, I want to have Scarlett talk to Scarlett on wax. That way she can always look back. You'll be, be in like, your early thirties. Wow. So what do you, what do you want to tell that person? Right. Is that what you're asking? Mm-hmm. What would you tell Scarlett today in the future? I'm going to tell you this right now. This is something I'm going to be thinking about all week. Like what would I say? And I'll write myself something. I'll journal it. But for right now, I just hope that I don't limit myself and that I'm able to be my true self. Because and that sounds very cliche and easy to say. But what I mean is that I'm not letting my like generational curses or um, because I'm a female, I'm supposed to do this or because I need to start a family now. I can't travel elsewhere or just take the risk because I know I love the thrill. Mm. I, I like to chase a thrill. I like roller coasters. Thrill. So jump thrill. off the cliff and do it because I'm confident mm. in myself that I'll learn how to swim. Ooh. Oh, God. What? That's it. Come on. We got to hit all the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I feel that because I may sound crazy, but that's exactly what he I'm always saying. He jumps off every cliff he finds. 
I love yeah, but it's jungle. scary. <laughs> push me that. Like, you know, not scared. You know, for me, it's a adrenaline rush it to is. to be able to just jump off a cliff, and you don't know what's on the bottom of the cliff, but you're there floating. You find and, out. You figure it out. You know, if I crash, I crash. I always look at it that way, but I tried it. I am I, trying to get over the fear of fear. Yo, mm, I'm know, fearful because when you tell me jump off the cliff, literally a cliff, not mm-hmm. a metaphoric like um, cliff. I'm like, what if there's a rock mm-hmm. down there and I hit myself with a rock and I'm dead? Is that fear in life? What if I I That's I do morbid. DM this person or I do submit this uh, to an agency and I'm a laughing like <laughs> joke? But you it's know, fear. fear will always render. Hold, yeah, it's, a, it's normal. Yeah. It's normal. You know, so so like I I battle with fear all the time, but you Word. know what? I'm going to do it. Thank you. You know, so I hope that Scarlett from five years from now hey. looks back and is proud of the, the fears that she has broken or hurt I'm taking a deep over. breath there because I'm like taking all that energy and that was, you know, I could and feel this is, your words. This is from one competitor to another. You know, because okay, cause, you know, that's, that's where we relate, you know, a lot, you know, because I was all, also in that realm. Mm-hmm. So I understand your passion. I understand you, mm-hmm. you know, because I was there once, yes. you know, what whether it's slightly different, it's still the same. You know, it's still the same commitments, same, same motivation. You need that drive. If you don't have that drive, you can't do it. You know, you got to be able to wake up at six in the morning, five in the morning to, the, to you know, even after a, a night that you didn't get sleep to get in that gym and push yourself and, you know, just get through that seventh set. Yes. That's and get tough. it done. Not everybody can do that. Not So for you to be doing that today, I can imagine in five years. So Scarlett, from me to you. You're gonna make Thank it. You, you got. You got it. Such a sweetie pie. Thank you very much. That's that's like real because I know I know the struggle that it takes to compete. Yes, and right. if that decides to be um, something I want to take further or not, what you mm-hmm. said to me is very powerful, and I'm gonna remember Thank this you. moment. Yeah, because you. you could take that mentality and apply it to anything yes. in life. Yeah, you can. You know, with that said, we're gonna wrap it up here. Yes, give us your social medias. Where can the people follow you? Uh, Instagram. Um, so it's as Scarlet X three. So there's two S's for my full name. I know that could be a little confusing. S S C A R L E T X three. That was Perfect. my aim. So <laughs> for real? that was my aim. <laughs> thank, thank you for tuning in. We're gonna kick it back to us again. <laughs> So, yeah, that was our interview with Scarlett Santos. What? Yes, ooh, with the accent. See you all here, Papi Shampoo. Hey. Oh, wait, you don't Aye. have hair. Never mind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. You should not be hair shaming people. True. Anyways. <laughs> Dan, do you want to take us into your favorite part of the show? All right, so it's my favorite part of the episode. It's Pass Me the Ox, where we pass each other the ox and tell 
our followers and viewers um, what songs we've been listening to. So, Christina. Yeah, for so for this week, um, I'm picking Everything is Everything by Lauren Hill. Because I heard it today and I'm like, wow, this song is so well written. So, air horns to Lauren Hill, who is the very first female rapper, if not female artist, to ever go diamond. Even though she doesn't get anything from that, really, because they stole her music. But it's fine. Who do you got? So my song is Back to the Basics, Joe Bruce, featuring, wow. I mean, produced by A-Rap Music. Okay, okay. It's, it's a tough tune. It's he's tough talking tune. his shit. Right. I fuck with shit. it. Joe Bruce is, he's out he's, here. He's climbing. I like he's that climbing. kid. I like what he's doing over there. And he's moving. His whole team's moving. Give him some air. Shout outs. Shout outs to the home team. That was episode 114. You already know what to do. Hit that subscription button. Go subscribe everywhere you stream a podcast. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, I know you're listening because I can see the analytics. Okay? So leave a review and rate us five stars preferably. But you know, be honest. Leave whatever rating you think we deserve. If you think we deserve a two, then. Even a one star. If we deserve a one star, let's not get crazy. But if you do feel like leaving, Tell us why it's two stars. What do we need to improve on? We're still new. You know, we're in the year of So, you know, if you're nasty, let us know. Or if you really like something that we don't talk about anymore, let us know. Talk to us. We want to know what you're thinking, what you're feeling. So we can take this pod to the next level. And speaking of taking this pod to the next level, go out there and support us on Anchor. As little as one twenty-five a week, a dollar and twenty-five cents. You can't even get that. But you know what I mean? It's cheap. Go do that. Your five five dollars a month could take us to, you know, heights. So yeah, you already know what it is. Your boy Benz and Sarah Christina. We are the Spark of Podcast. 